0: Yay! Welcome in. It's the your Podcast. I'm Tanner. He's Ethan. He's in East Lansing. I'm in Morgantown. We haven't done one of these, uh, Ethan. I checked today. Five months since the last episode dropped. Pretty bad on our part. I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, and uh, we've been busy. Long summer. But yeah, I, I uh, didn't even get to see you, you when we were not? home. Really? During the. Uh, yeah, I saw you once at your brother's grad party, and.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that pretty was... much it. Yeah. That's so right. you were there. That's right. Yes, I have that. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. It was a it was a long summer, but not long enough. So
0: no, no, it was not. Um We didn't even get out to play golf once. I barely played golf, though. To be fair, I tried as much as I could, but it was just so busy. It was so. Busy. I don't know how much yeah. you got out. Did you get out at all?
1: I got out a good amount at the end, but throughout yeah. the meaty working hours of the summer i was not really able to take any time to go play 18 much less nine or the other way around nine much less 18 but i hit some balls got a lot better i think but oh, that's good yeah i only played about three or four rounds the whole summer so
0: yeah so yeah no it was that's where it was, we're at yeah it was brutal as far as that's concerned uh, i just spent every day at the pool man it's all i got to do yeah really fun stuff um you had fun yesterday, as far as the Cleveland Browns went. So that's that's great. I'm happy for you. Uh, you'd have thought the yeah, Browns the defense... won the Super Bowl. The amount of gotten called out, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine.
1: Well, the defense looked great. Offense, yeah. we'll see if they can step it up a little bit. But yeah, I was uh, I was calling a women's soccer match through it, but uh, and we I also don't have the correct viewing apparatus to watch out-of-market games here. But it was a good game, and I watched the whole recap. So happy to see. I've got uh, Nick Chubb and David Njoku and the Browns defense that I started for some reason on my team. But I also had Tyree Kill, so that's what carried my fantasy team to a win this week, unless uh, the Giants defense and or the Bills defense and kicker can beat me with yeah. fifty points single handedly. But uh, well I was happy with it.
0: That's that's good to hear. Uh yeah the offense looked a little rough. Some of that definitely had to do with the weather. The defense looks really, really good, man. I tell you. Yeah Miles
1: Garrett looks like he might be best defensive
0: player in the league just the all way right. He all, right. This... all right. All right. All oh right. wow TJ Watt is really T.J. Watt had three sacks yesterday and two forced fumbles. Don't act like he didn't do anything. The rest of the team did not do anything, but T.J. Watt did say, something. He did something. I was going to say. Uh, Jake Browning got in the game for the Bengals. You you beat up Burrow so bad they had to take him out after he was uh, 14 of 31 for 82 yards. QBR yeah, 20.4, baby. Sacked twice. Browning got in there. One throw. Brutal. That's rough. Uh Okay. Yeah, Chubb's a dude, too, by the way. Uh, That guy might be the one that maybe gets running backs paid again. He's that damn good, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Browns uh, historically not made great decisions. I don't agree at all with signing Deshaun Watson, but we are where we are. Whatever. Um, I don't don't think he's even that good, but (laughs) but combined with all the other stuff, um, not that that part of it matters, but – We'll see who they're going to pay and who they're not going to pay when it comes up. I hope that they give Miles Garrett as much money as they have. But I don't know. The Haslams have been committed to their teams, kind of re-fi, revamping the crew. And uh, Yeah,
0: dude, that was –
1: Doing just... better with the Browns.
0: That day sucked when they – oh, zeller by the way, not going to be playing tonight. Because we sold him to a team in Saudi Arabia. Right. Congratulations, crew fans! Right. Enjoy the uh, what? What was that? The League's Cup or whatever the hell it's called with the, yeah. with the Mexican teams. Uh, that was that was like a Monday too. I remember that. That was terrible over the summer. It but, was, then they, but, but then they make the move to get Rossi, and you're like, okay, you know what? That that might have been a good move.
1: Well, you uh, know, in soccer, we I don't think we've had to deal with it in. Uh american soccer that often but when right. somebody comes and buys your player it's not really you're not going to turn them away because usually the player wants to make that much money and you know when man city calls and wants uh, your player from west ham yeah he's going it's well not, hell, man really city's no... called
0: the crew before too they went god zach stefan right you remember yeah. that not that many people yeah. were mad about that then but no i think you're right it's... well
1: that was before man city was man city but yeah
0: fair enough but uh you know, I, I think you're right to have that perspective. Be like, well, now American soccer is getting to the point where their players are getting bought. Um, yeah, yeah the- I
1: mean the players are getting better. That's people are watching because of Messi. But you know, the people yeah. that Messi's going to bring in too, it'll be interesting. I don't know. It's like uh you know, other than the top leagues that are all in Europe, it's uh everybody else is kind of like a farm system. So you just got to do as good as you can for as long as you can, and I don't know I think the MLS is becoming more of a destination than a journey but it certainly has not been that way before now
0: no I hope so um so yeah on on the Browns front yeah I mean you get the win. you want to know um congrats again I I was sitting at the press conferences today for head coach Neil Brown here in Morgantown and uh there were some Browns fans there very excited Mm. I've heard some of it I've gotten some of it obviously you know a lot of the people we know are Browns fans and all of that from back home. Uh, and and frankly, I got to tell you, it's a long 17-game season. And I really no. have that perspective after what happened in Pittsburgh yesterday. Good Lord. Uh, but 18 you know, games, by the way. 18 games. Well, 17 games, 18 weeks, right? Oh, yeah, 18 weeks. Yeah. Right. All right, got a little mixed up games. there for let's, just a second. I remember when the Browns were 5 and 0 with Brian Hoyer. Okay. Like let's let's pump the brakes here just a little bit. Okay, Cleveland? I mean the... Yeah,
1: I don't think I've been excited about the Browns uh I don't think ever maybe. <laughs> because there's no reason to get excited. I'll be excited once they're in the playoffs. I'll never forget watching that targeting call not, not get targeting not being called a targeting in the Chiefs game right oh, before well, as uh, I... Higgins or whoever that was was diving into the end zone and would have sent us to the AFC championship, but alas, that was the, probably the last time that I've been excited and the only time I should say. So I don't know. I I do think that the yeah, the defense looks great, everything looks fun. The Steelers, week two, Steelers Browns that'll be exciting Monday night, get yeah. some primetime action for a team that got beat 30
0: to seven. I Tell hate about Monday that. night games. I hate Monday night games, by the way, Steelers are very good on Monday night, but I hate, I hate waiting, especially after yesterday. Cause you can't get that taste out of your mouth for an extra day. Now, even right. Like when you lose mm-hmm. that bad, shoot, put me on Thursday. Let's just get, get that game behind us. Uh, Pickett was terrible. The defense was hung out to dry. I mean, the first half, I don't think that the, uh, Niners started in negative territory like they didn't start on their own side of the field one time so Mm. I mean even if the defense wasn't hung out there the entire first half what were they supposed to do just hold them to field goal after field goal like it wouldn't have made a difference so you know that was pretty brutal to be honest with you uh under Matt Canada in 36 games they've never had a game where there's 400 total yards of offense Mm. they have had 20 of those 36 games not have more than 20 points scored. It's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only touchdown drive yesterday was when Kenny Pickett ran the two-minute offense himself and called the plays. It's kind of telling wow. as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, you notice a trend there well, of what the problem could be. I'm not saying that if if Canada won the OC yesterday, Pickett would have been great. Pickett sucked either way. It didn't really matter who was calling the plays, but – To have Najee Harris only run the ball, I think it was seven times yesterday. Like, you give up the touchdown early to him, great. Six carries for Najee Harris yesterday. You're down seven-nothing. That doesn't mean you can't establish the run. They had ten total (laughs) rushes. One was by Pickett. Three were by Warren, who's the two, could technically be the 1A. Uh, And then Harris had six. Like, you run the ball ten times in a game, that's not going to get you anything. No. It, a lot I mean, of it was because they were going three and out. I, I got a phone call when they ran a jet sweep on the second play of the game. Steelers had the ball first, by the way. Don't don't let me forget that part. So they could have went up and went up early. Even if it was a field goal. Right. They had one yard of offense going into the two minute warning of the first half. I, it, oh, oh, buddy. Bad. bad I was not having bad. fun. It was it, right. It, it couldn't get any worse.
1: Well, uh, you know, I don't like doing this, but this is a radio show slash podcast, so might as well bite into the culture a little bit and overreact. Uh, what do you think, after week one, especially on top of that, what do you think it would take for uh, uh, Mike Tomlin to be fired?
0: Uh, I was talking to a guy who's a longtime reporter up in Pittsburgh and stuff today. Mm-hmm. I didn't really ask him that. One of the guys I was sitting next to asked him. And he mm. said, "Oh, it'd be four years in a row of like two or three wins to get Tomlin fired." That's it, what I was thinking. Yeah, it, that's what I was thinking. Be, it would be something very, very dramatic, or like something of the few off guys the field were to happen. Yeah, right. The, he's the one of the few guys is, that's
1: still established with their teams. I'd say.
0: Right. I, I think that you know the problem is, and it's kind of similar to that of Belichick. The country itself has become complacent. Oh, the Steelers are going to be good. Steelers fans are not accepting nine and eight every year anymore you know what I mean like and I love okay. Tom I don't think they should move on from him I think the Steelers need to be more proactive and sometimes getting rid of coaches earlier that are running the plays mm-hmm. and drawing up the designs and all of those things uh especially when you have a quarterback as young as Pickett you do not want to mess up that developmental process and I feel like that could be what's happening a little bit obviously still only a one game sample size and you know say what you will preseason was good And a lot of the time that was against the ones of other teams. I I know that that doesn't really mean anything, but to go from where he was making decisions the way he was like that. I mean, this was a team that was seven and two in the last nine games last year. Like, it's not like, you know, there's nothing to go off of that was successful last season, but uh, Steelers Mm -hmm. fans are not complacent with where the team is right now, but they also are, you know, you have to realize like it could be way worse at the same time. You know, we're complaining about seven losses a year, not, 12
1: right
0: so there's right. a major difference there so you know I, I think over the course of the season we'll obviously know more uh and teams make the biggest jump from week one to week two uh I, I would be interested obviously Steelers don't get a call the coin toss but if they could receive the ball first i think they might do that uh just <laughs> to try to go down and score and you know kind of shut up some people quickly um, Right. so well, i mean if other, they're going to be
1: able to do that
0: yeah i well, that's that's fair other than that, yeah, I, I mean, there was two teams on Sunday uh, that I thought really kind of showed anything, Ethan, uh, mm-hmm. on in all three phases of the game, um, mm-hmm. and that would be, you know, obviously the Niners, who were good on special teams, great on defense, really great on offense, and then I hate to say it, but the Cowboys, man. they. I was it, just it, about to say. Right, the offense is the only one you can really have a question mark at. That defense, wow. Uh, and, and the special teams I mean you block a field goal return that you do well on the punt cover like they did a lot of things well yesterday uh, and I mean Dak didn't have the best day but he didn't have to and they still scored 40 points you know so well I was uh, gonna
1: say yeah I don't know if we can I know that two of them were by defense and special teams but I don't know if we can say that the team that scored the most points had a question mark at the offense that's like saying that lions had an asterisk next to their win like uh well oh, dude so Tarico, come on be better than that saying,
0: i was i was mad when i heard that i was like really? i love
1: i love him so so do
0: i but he's smart enough to know not to say that especially to a fan base like the lions that are really just enjoying being well relevant. he lives
1: he lives in ann arbor he's from ann arbor he, yeah he just doesn't play favorites i'm sure that he's i don't know who maybe he's exactly like i don't believe but. it
0: because they didn't play a real team yet you know maybe deep down he's like ah. Eh. I don't buy into this. The <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, the Chiefs not being a real team. No, that was a fun. That was fun to watch as well. Lions.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: Question mark. First game in Detroit against listen, Seattle, who uh, struggled, or yeah, struggled against the Rams.
0: Listen here, hold on, hold on a second, because I had to say this to some Cleveland people. To be back, you've had to have been there. The Lions have not been there. Since before the, it's like the Browns—they've never even been relevant in the Super Bowl era. Yes, they had Barry Sanders, and then they didn't win anything. Um, so let's let's pop the brakes there, pal. Well, you gotta be well
1: for the Lions to be back, they will just have to get back to a playoff game.
0: I I guess. All right. Uh, by being
1: back, I don't mean that they're Super Bowl contenders. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's a subjective term there. But
0: okay,
1: for the Lions to be back, I think all they need to do is like I don't know, win nine games. <laughs> yeah Uh, they did that last season and it didn't you know culminate into anything but
0: right i would
1: say that uh winning a playoff game is something that the lions have not done but uh but once in like 1984 or something
0: yeah i think that's right i think you have that so yeah so
1: i don't know i hear a lot of Lions stuff up here so
0: not great so that's what yeah you said that you're not in market for the browns so you get lions that's it's kind of unfortunate. Well,
1: the Lions are the NFC team that I get. And then usually it's like back and forth. Sometimes, I mean, the whole country was watching Browns, Bengals, but I was watching, we were watching Minnesota, Tampa Bay, because I don't know. I guess we're closer to Minnesota. Well, but, yeah. I guess uh, neither of those teams are AFC teams. More.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know. It, it kind of bounces around. Um, okay. It just depends on who's broadcasting what and everything. But yeah. sometimes I get to watch the Browns. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I mean, obviously, I'll get to watch them this week, but yeah. uh, after that, they're playing the Titans at 1 p.m. at the same time as the Lions. Yeah, probably not getting that one. the same time as the Vikings and the Packers. Yeah, I'm not seeing that game. That's no. how <laughs> Those will be, be two NFC North games on our TV. I don't know which ones, but I would assume that's what it's going to be.
0: That's brutal. Oh, and the um, Bills?
1: Yeah, no. Okay, definitely not getting it. No. All right, though. I'm just not going to pay for NFL Red Zone, and that's on me.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we did get the Sunday ticket here, uh, just because mm. all of my roommates wanted it, and I have the YouTube TV already, and they gave it to students for like one twenty plus red zone was included, so when you mm. split it amongst a bunch of people, it was really like not that bad, uh, right? But like that that really was smart of them to help the college students out a little bit. I I, I appreciate right. that um, uh, very much. So the the other news that we didn't get to talk about, right? One of the biggest episodes we ever had was last offseason. How on God's green earth, Ethan, did Adam Fantilli Mm -hmm. fall to three? Can you (laughs) believe that? I know it's so out of the purview right now, right? It's all football. And then for me and you. Hey, no, no, no. I'm already preparing
1: for our first broadcast on uh, October 7th, Michigan State. Well, okay. You see, you're luckier the... than I
0: am. All right. Right now, I'm focusing on the number 10 men's soccer team in the country, hosted by Dan Stratford, the West Virginia men's team. And then we're in the 28th season of Nikki izzo Brown down here on the women's side of things. And they've struggled a little bit out of the gate, but they're going to be fine defending Big 12 champs uh, here. I'm in soccer mode and football mode. And we just want to baseball. No, me as well. Title, me but... as well.
1: I just, uh, we yeah. have 20 new players or something oh, like that. Oh, gee. So... Yeah. You
0: got to get that going. Yeah. Gotta get that going a little bit. <laughs>
1: I don't think it's 20 new players, but we have a lot of new players and we have, uh, well, we had like 16 new players last season. So even so, it's not like anybody's been here for, there's probably only like five guys that have been here for more than one season at this point. So I don't know. I'm yeah. just trying to get a jump on things when I have time, which I have not this week. But before that, I've been hyped for hyped for hockey season. And yeah, how did Adam Fantalli fall to three? I don't know. But uh. You know, being a Blue Jackets fan is just learning to root for a guy that played for Michigan, which is always hard to do, especially up here. I would say even more so up here than in Columbus when it comes to hockey, definitely, or any sport other than football. Um, But I don't know, man. I watched him uh, destroy my, shatter my hopes and dreams in Detroit with a .8 second goal in overtime right before it went to shootout. And yeah. uh, I'm just gonna have to get past that because he's definitely better than I would say everybody but Connor Bedard,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with that, and definitely better than any center on the Jackets roster, probably. No offense to Boone Jenner, yeah. I love Boone Jenner, but yeah, uh, I, I can't believe yeah. that, that he fell to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. What
1: I, was going I think on. that he's
0: gonna be if they don't if they put him. In the AHL, I'm going to lose my mind. I, Wyszynski had an article out on ESPN Plus or, yeah, ESPN Plus. whatever the hell. Uh, and he's talking about how, you know, I'm ready to go pro. I don't know if I'll be in the AHL or NHL, but it's going to be a fun year. If Babcock sends that, because we didn't talk about that yet either, we get Mike Babcock, yeah, that's baby. True. Ethan, you are only fans of sports teams that make good decisions. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, uh, I did not like that. I'm not. Maybe it works, and if it yeah, works, great. I have big questions. Hey. Okay, I have big, big. Questions. Yeah, I... yeah,
1: no, I was I mean, not happy at all.
0: No, I was. I was shocked to see that. And yeah, I mean, really, really. Uh, so yeah, Babcock's here. Uh, and, and you know, he's not always been the best for the young players and whatnot. So we'll have to see. Um. What happens on a team with pretty much all young players, right? Yeah, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. It really, really does not. Uh, and it's another retread coach, it's such a problem in the NHL, right? Guys are getting six chances to be head coaches in this league. That's like a sixth of the league they're coaching throughout their time, right? (laughs) I I think so. Babcock was with the Flyers, or not the Flyers, sorry, the Red Wings, Toronto, and Anaheim. So, this is his fourth team. Peter All Labio. successful
1: franchises <laughs> in his time there.
0: Yeah, outside of Toronto, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Ducks made the playoffs a lot when he was the coach, didn't they? That was when they would have had. Uh... Wow. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, what? I guess so. And he won a cup. I don't know if he's going to be the guy yeah. raising a cup in Columbus, but. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting.
1: I don't know, Tanner. It's been a week, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I'm I'm just I uh, I don't know. I guess I'm hesitant. When I saw that, you know, I have not thought about the Blue Jackets in a while, and I, I guess that's why I'm a little bit speechless
0: here. Yeah, no, it's been, okay uh, because I did want to bring yeah, it up because nobody else is gonna give them the love we do. So we just want to. I wanted to make right, sure that's very true. Obviously, all this, it, but I I can tell you right where i was standing when i saw that leo carlson went to the ducks and i dropped my phone almost into the pool because i was like that that can't be true because just you know <laughs> three weeks before kevin weeks tells me the jackets have the fourth pick on or the third pick on accident and you know of You're course right. of course chicago gets the one pick what a more deserving franchise they've had such a rough couple of years on and off the ice oh gosh absolutely unbelievable wow. content there it's just it's terrible Oh, well, what do you think
1: about that i mean Is it truly random?
0: They say it is. Uh, Aaron Portsline, I remember he was on some radio shows that I uh, listened to, and he said, you know, they saw him draw the numbers that Chicago won it. And, you know, it goes back to last year when I went on that giant rant about how we shouldn't have beat the Pens at home, and there were fans cheering in that arena. I would have been booing the hell out of the jackets that night. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, then it was like, well, you're not getting Fantilli either. You're in a two-player draft, and you're drafting 3rd Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so who knows what they saw that we didn't. Maybe they did see something. I mean, that had to have been for America and Canada, I suppose, for the NHL to all the fans of the world and the great, the great world that we live on to decide <laughs> that uh, – to decide that, that – you know, it is a two-player draft, and I think that was a consensus with everybody and in a way that I've not heard before, Right, consensus with everybody. Well, to yeah, not abide by what everybody thought you were going to do, you had to have a very good reason for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's always so, like, well, the last time there was a two-player draft, it was argued, you know, it was Line A and McDavid, and the Jackets are picking three and get Dubois. And now Line A's on the Jackets, but, you know, it, it, it's always something like, like, oh, yay, they're taking Ryan Murray at four. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah mm. no you're
1: absolutely right and uh you're absolutely right and i don't
0: i don't, I don't know, know if there's a team I, mean, that I like that makes me more mad than the jackets i really don't. i mean
1: i don't think there's a team that's worse than all of like we've talked about who's been worse than the jackets i don't know it's been a rough ride for fans but for the last 20 years i mean no success except for one playoff series but i think that uh yeah, I don't know, because I watched Adam Fantilli just absolutely destroy all of college hockey for an entire season, as much as I hate to say it. There was nobody as good as him in all of college hockey, and that's why he only spent one season. And, all right. And, you know, scored, I don't know, 40-something points or something like that, in the high 40s of points in one season.
0: Yeah, unreal stuff. And
1: I, so, I mean, I'm going to have to learn to love it, but, you know. I can't say that I do yet.
0: I get that. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. We're like 30 days away from hockey at this point. Like, it's it's coming quick. And, uh, you know, Jack, it's, I think they're on national television t- twice in an 82-game schedule. Oh, <laughs> terrific. <laughs> terrific. Great. You got Johnny Hockey. You can't even market him. True. Yay. Yay. People Yay. are, gonna wanna watch. People uh, are yeah. going to want to watch. People are going
1: to want to watch the greatness that
0: is um uh, yeah great great stuff uh college realignment's been crazy um that's been a sad sad truth of where we're at in college oh, sorry sports, he had I 65 said. points oh. i had to go i had to go okay. check that. Yeah, 65 points 65 lots, in 40 games right something like that uh something around there yeah Yeah. something it like bit, less yeah. Than that but... uh yeah so realignment real quick just brutal For most student athletes, not football, but brutal. Hopefully, something gets changed there. I did want to point this out, though, because every time I point it out, everybody loses their minds because they can't believe it. Um, cat or not Cal, sorry, Washington State and Oregon State have a two year grace period from the NCAA to get their conference back to eight teams. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. strictly football speaking, which only I'll comment on, that means. That next year, if the automatic bids for each conference still exists, then the winner of the uh, Washington State Oregon State game that's for the Pac-12 championship could get an auto bid into the 12-team playoff, which is just high-quality content. I what what a way to you know just kind of throw it back at everybody that just destroyed your conference for the last 18 months and took everybody but you two. Uh, so that that's definitely something. I, I do think, though, it, it also is a big deal because it affects all of the other sports. Uh, maybe well, I was not- just
1: about to say, what about basketball? You know? Right.
0: Maybe not the basketballs as much because a lot of the times those teams will still be able to charter at most schools. Um, but you you guys up there in East Lansing, you're kind of in a similar situation to us. At least you can drive to most of your conference schools. But mm-hmm. for West Virginia, outside of Cincinnati, you cannot drive to any other school in the conference. It, it's unreal, yeah. and and in the Big 12, as far as basketball is concerned, especially uh, on the men's side, the women's is a little bit longer of a period in between games, but actually, actually it's not. It's Thursday and Sunday. The men play Saturday, Tuesday, or Saturday, Monday. It depends on which ESPN game day they pick, but they definitely play Saturday. Like, they only have one or two days in between, and for West Virginia, sometimes that means you're traveling to Texas and then back for a home game on Monday. Like, it, it's unreal, the amount of travel, and that's for basketball. Yeah. But you know, for right. the soccer teams and whatnot, um, the Big Twelve does not have men's soccer, so the men play in the Fun Belt with Kentucky and Marshall and a couple of the other SEC schools and UCF as well. Now, but for the women, I mean, they got to fly to everywhere except for uh, Cincinnati again, and you know they're not flying charter; they're flying commercial, and they got to make connecting flights because they're flying out of Pittsburgh. It's it's unreal, unreal, and it's yeah. a very unfortunate thing. Uh, that's going to affect more athletes than it won't. Uh, which is why it doesn't make any sense to me. And which is why I think football should be independent of the rest of the sports at universities at this point, at least in the power five. Uh, but we can move on from that. Did you have any topics you wanted to discuss today? I know you don't want to talk about any baseball. So, uh, and I certainly do not. I've had a rough, you know,
1: yeah. Reds, uh, Hey, they had they had a fun summer.
0: It's Fun summer.
1: They had a fun summer, and now they're just trying to hold on. We'll see if we can, you know, I don't know what the word is, but sneak our way into the playoffs, I guess. Um, yeah.
0: You got the cruise jersey ordered yet?
1: You know, Tanner, there have been some different things, uh, different things on the docket. I gotta get a tripod. Just got some oh mics, fun journalism things. Yeah, my tripod broke, so. Fun journalism things and...
0: Uh, Those are never TV cheap either. Not
1: been, no, not at all.
0: Nothing's cheap.
1: Nothing's cheap. Don't you love paying to, to go to talk. school? <laughs> hey, I'm happy I'm here. I'm having a great time.
0: No. <laughs>
1: and uh, <laughs> and uh, I know you are too. You know. Yeah, I am.
0: Uh, I guess I we have to you. say we're... Well, let, let me ask you this. I thought it was mm-hmm. good. So you guys, your men's team... I, I saw your goal call on Twitter. Oh, thanks. Of so. the PK. Yeah. Where was the enthusiasm? Come on, one-nil win. Let's go. Get that uh, energy up, Ethan.
1: No, I know.
0: And it's, I knew you were going to say that. You know <laughs> because, how I feel about that. Tanner,
1: no, you know what, Tanner? Only I would only take criticism from you out of everybody, you know? We get a, we get some notes back. and uh, Yeah. And you know what? I You do it more than I do, I have to say.
0: I, I um, will send you I've, my goal call from Saturday. Uh, we'll talk about well, that. In a all time. right. Well, let me.
1: But so let me. Just, let yeah. me just. Let
0: me just say this. Tell me.
1: We are uh, men's soccer. Ted Lasso night. I'm wearing a mustache on the open. And I get on camera on Big Ten Plus with a mustache, a fake mustache on one side. I wouldn't
0: have needed one of those. By the way. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that I cannot. Uh, <laughs> at least have not tried. I think I could, but I've not tried.
0: I think you should. Try. Anyways.
1: Pouring rain, you know, just a depressing existence. I walk from the basketball arena to the soccer field because that's where the parking lot is uh, in a full suit that gets rained on the whole way. Uh-huh. Uh, we sat down, 80 minutes go by of, you know, just you're trying to figure out what to say because nothing is happening. Yeah. Uh, neither team can keep possession for more than maybe fifteen seconds. It's just turnovers, uh, and the whole game happens at around the at around the uh, midfield line. Yep. And then finally, at the 80th minute, you know you've you've run out of things to talk about at this point. Finally, at the 80th minute, you get this penalty, and I agree. Should have been a little bit more enthusiastic, but the game itself felt like I was calling. You know, I don't know. It was just not an exciting game. Our team is very fun and uh, all the games before that have been very exciting, but I don't know something about that, uh, that rainy, uh, battle, you know, it was just a battle for possession the whole yeah. game. And so I, I guess I should have, I should have gotten a little bit more excited. We played a uh, women's soccer then played Dayton on uh, Sunday and I uh-huh. got thrown on the call as I was in line for chicken tenders, uh, at the volleyball game because i was originally running camera for the volleyball game that was happening at the same time and then i uh got moved to graphics and then i got asked if i wanted to go be the color commentator for this women's soccer game i said yes of course so uh, i got driven over there sat down 20 minutes to kick off no computer not even a pen oh geez just look at the rosters for the first time read the game notes as fast as i could and then just rip it and that was a two-to-two thriller, and I promise you if you see those, those calls, I mean, it wasn't me on play-by-play, but the analysis after the goal that you hear is much, uh, much more enthusiastic than that one. I don't know. Just, you know. The, I got you. So Thursday we were locked in a tight battle, and it was a good game. It was fun to watch if you're a fan of, like, you know, just a back-and-forth battle. But as far as a, a call goes – I agree with you. I probably should have slapped myself a little bit more to get a little hype, but
0: it's all right. It's all right. I wasn't trying to go at you that hard. Um, I no, tell you, I, no. I had a, I had a one, one thriller in the pouring rain of Morgantown on Thursday night uh, mm. on the women's side. And it was not mm. a thriller. It was the same thing. Possession battle. West Virginia found an early goal in the second half and then gave one up in the 83rd minute or something like that mm. to draw one, so, one with Auburn. So, uh, but then on, on, was- on Saturday, we had a night football game and, you know, I have to work those two like you do. And mm-hmm. I have to go do the soccer game solo on the radio with my own equipment. It's number 16, West Virginia and Portland, who's the number three oh. team in men's soccer um, mm. and do that solo with my own equipment. It was a mess over there. Our booth has had no AC the whole year. So you sweat through oh. anything that you wear. So I've been wearing shorts to call games and definitely against what I would advise. Right. right don't, don't, right. don't advise that, but have been having to do that because it's 80,000 degrees in that booth and it's a nil nil possession battle until the 89th minute and the 57th second where West Virginia mm. found the, found the breakthrough goal to win one nil against the number three team in the country. And uh, I was about out of things to say, cause I didn't even have anybody to bounce off of. I was like, oh, I can't wait to walk a mile and a half to football from here in these same clothes with my computer and backpack on uh, to go watch West Virginia and Duquesne do battle, which ended up having a two-hour weather delay during the middle of the second quarter. Fun Saturday. Mm. Fun Saturday. Great stuff. And also, apparently, unbeknownst to me, the ESPN broadcast went down. So they sent everybody to listen to me on the college radio station. So I had like thousands really? of people listening to me and I didn't know. And if I would have known, <laughs> I probably would have tried a little better at the bleaker times of that game. Because <laughs> there'd be like three seconds where I'd take just a long pause because I was like, I I gotta take a drink of water here. I'm dying. Yeah,
1: I mean, nobody's uh nobody's dogging on you for that. That's impressive. You got a big following and uh
0: brutal, brutal stuff. You
1: gotta do what you gotta do.
0: Yeah, now now I gotta get ready for the backyard brawl this week. I got a full week, dude. Four live shows this yeah. week. At least soccer's out of town. That helps. It gives me a little bit mm. more time. But mm-hmm. uh what what sports are you calling this week? Anything up on the horizon yet?
1: No, we're uh no, we're uh we've got a nice little just field hockey happening on Tuesday and I have class during it. It's at one, tomorrow at one PM crazy time for a game. Yeah. Um and then uh we're pretty much that's it until Sunday. So uh we'll nice. see. But Nice. Yeah, we've got – we had pretty much every sport, home, volleyball. Uh, yeah, those those are brutal teams.
0: weekends. Yeah, brutal weekends when everything's Yeah, on men's, on.
1: women's soccer, field hockey, football, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was home this weekend, and then, yeah, we could get a little bit of a week off, so that's
0: nice. That's nice. All right, we are almost out of time, Ethan. So let's sign off for now, and we'll be back again next Tuesday here on United 2 on the radio, and then uh, podcast will be available for you on Monday night henceforth as far as we know uh ahsoka you yeah. watching it pretty good uh, i watched the first episode oh uh, you should watch uh, the next ones it, it gets really I good was
1: a, not really okay yeah. i was unimpressed with the first i've been watching the bear
0: okay that's good all right well that'll do it for us here it's the spartan ear podcast we'll be back next week